Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only and does not replace your own financial, tax, legal, or financial product advice. Hey everyone, welcome to My Millennial Answer bonus summer series. John, we're, we're jumping on to, you know, you might be having some downtime this holiday season. You might want to get some encouragement. So, we're just going to answer a couple of questions every few days and, mm. uh, and see if we can do that. Now, a few of you, well, it's funny, John, have you ever Googled your own name? <laughs> My son has. Yeah. Yeah. Any surprises? <laughs> no. Uh, a, a photo came up from yesteryear of me in football gear with uh, tape wrapped around my head. Right, right. So, but you? Yeah, I, I do sometimes just because I like to scan. I've got the Google media search oh, yeah. thing. So, if my name gets mentioned in news articles and whatever, it alerts me. But right. I still like to do it just, you know, every couple of weeks just as a spot check. Yeah. Um, and Google said, you know what other people have searched for mm. and it said Glenn James net worth Glenn James LinkedIn <laughs> Glenn James podcast Glenn James age age wow so, so this young 30 year old kid you? yeah <laughs> so and I was thinking so I, I don't think I'll ever publicly tell people what I'm worth mm. because no. you know other online influencers and money people do that that's not my vibe because it's none of anyone's business but what does it mean anyway? It doesn't mean anything. Mm. You know, you could be the biggest asshole in the world and have all yeah. the money in the world. Who cares? And not happy. And not happy. So I, I don't think it actually matters what I'm worth or what John's worth. Mm. But I just thought it was funny. So what I did, I put together Glenn's personal financial plan. Oh. So if you actually want to know how I invest all my money, like where I invest it, what structures, right. uh, property, so shares. So, what you've done prior or what you're doing now? What I'm doing right now. Sure. My estate plans listed, everything's yep. there. Nice. Um, and it's a downloadable ebook, basically. Yeah, I think okay. it's about 15 pages yep. where I just go through everything in my own personal life. Awesome. Uh, and it is a way for people to, one, if they're nosy, they can actually have a look how I've set up my financial house because we talk about having yeah. a sound financial house. So, having your spending plan your um, estate plan, your protection mm. plan, your debt-free, you've got a cash flow system, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, and I just detail it all. Yeah, awesome. So, it's a way that people can log in. There'll be a link in the show notes to our shop and you can buy that and I just bear everything. Yeah, full disclosure. Full disclosure. Love it. Yeah. So, there you go. Now, Caro Park asks, what's the best way to choose a bank? What metrics are important? So, mm. What are you thinking on this question, John? Well, I, I suppose the, the common question is mortgage broker or bank, isn't it? So, here she's saying, well, I'm prepared to do the legwork. I'm not going to use a mortgage broker. I'm going to choose a bank. Interesting that you've just assumed that it's about lending, where I'm thinking I had the personal banking yeah. vibe, not right. even worrying about a mortgage, but we can cover both. So. Mm. 
Okay, so you're thinking personal loan? Just, you thinking- well, no, I'm literally thinking transactional accounts, sure. online savings accounts, okay. all that. But it's, it's funny because the bank covers yeah. all those things. It is the lending. Yeah. It is the personal stuff. So I'll, I'll just keep you They're going, but I just gamut. wanted to yeah. plant that seed while you answer. Yeah, okay. So while you've planted it, if it's, if it's there for everyday transacting, couldn't care less. I don't think there's much difference between them all. The color of the brand and the features and the apps, six to one, half a dozen another for me. If it is going to lend, then you've got to be a bit more strategic in what it is that you're going to want to lend. My $500,000 house, $30,000 car, boat, whatever. So in my space, it's always, or not always, but mostly about lending to buy a house. Right. So you, you well, okay. So let's unpack this. John Pigeon, like you go to a mortgage broker. Yes, they uh, help identify a lender that is most suited to you. Short list, yeah. So on that, you really don't care as long as you get a good deal and the, the shoe fits. You get what you want it to get. Uh, no emotion whatsoever. Yep. And then on the personal, you know, you bought Nath a, a long black over and yourself a. Whatever you're drinking, chai latte, whatever, <laughs> whatever you have, um, that everyday personal transaction, you also don't give a crap. No. Okay, interesting. Because the, what difference does it make, right? Now, if it's an interest saver account, what do we, uh, sorry, a, an interest bearing account, how much are we going to make if we're 0.1% mm. difference? And it's it's interesting because you're, you've just gone, banking's hygiene, don't care. I'm high level strategy. I just mm. want these goals. Mm. You know, if that bank's paying 1.5% interest and that bank's paying 1.4% interest, yep. I don't, I'm just not moving heaven and earth to save 0.1. No. And, and I'm not that blase with it when it comes to loaning $600,000 for a house. Mm. I'll know that a, my good mortgage broker will have shortlisted the best three or four for me and then I can choose. Yeah. Um, but I trust that process. Yeah. Another level again of saying, well, I've got my principal place of residence. I get three valuations. The highest valuer wins my business. Totally. Simple as that. So totally. there's got to be very little emotion, but that's just me. Yeah. When I read the question, I actually read it. So the question is, what's the best way to choose a bank? What metrics are important? Mm. My, I'm answering this, what's the best way to choose anything? Yes. <laughs> so... What's the best way to choose a car mechanic? Uh, Nath and I, you know, Nath got me, he drove me to the mechanic this morning or the tire place because I took the Prado out on the weekend and trashed it and the steering's out. So Again. I had to pay $75 for a wheel alignment after I go out every freaking time. And we we're talking about mechanics and Sarah, his girlfriend, needs to service a car and I'm probably divulging their inner <laughs> workings of a relationship here publicly, but... Shout out to Sarah. We, we kind of like just resolved like even with the car mechanic well just ask for recommendations mm. ask other people what do you use and why yeah so what's the best way to choose anything mm. when i need a mortgage broker what do i do mm. well i don't know well i go to the sortyourmoney.com click get help and glenn james will yeah. refer you to someone that he can trust whether yeah. it's john's broker or someone else in our network yeah. so i think it's just number one getting some trusted recommendations mm. on why you would use that product or service. Yeah. You could go a bit deeper into customer service. 
I'm all about the the customer service side of it. Like if it's a bank from a million years ago and they've got a one branch out in the sticks and they're trying to get online and do all that, which is awesome, but I still have to go into the branch, you know, dance three times backwards and, mm. you know, do a TikTok pointing video and uh, bloody take unicorn tears from the Alps of Narnia. Mm. I don't want to deal with that bank because I want you to make my life easy. Yes. I use UpBank for my day-to-day blow account. It's really easy. Open the app, get an account. If you haven't got an UpBank account, I'll put a link in the show notes. You can sign up. Yeah. We, we might see if we can get five bucks for the listener signing up. <laughs> uh, we'll, I'll organize that right after this episode. But I think it's like what metrics are important. So for me, the metrics are, is the app easy to use? Is the internet banking easy to use? Because like you said, John, that 1.4% interest versus 1.45% or 1.5, that's not an important metric for me. I think you need to work out what's important to you. Ask people. Yeah. uh, Like, just think, how would I find a new hairdresser? How would I find a new car mechanic? How would I find a new X, Y, Z? And really work out what's important to you. Yeah. Because the banking part should be hygiene. Yeah, totally. But don't make me go into a branch to open an account. Make the app easy. So, up on my phone... Um, and what we could do... We probably won't see branches in five years' time. No, that's right. Let's try and do something on the fly. If you're watching on YouTube, I'm going to share this to the studio. You can see there in the top left, this is my bank, my home screen of the app. UpBank's got a little widget and it tells me how much is in my blow account. I spent $13 at 8.56 this morning at Two Birds Cafe and I've got $285 left for the week. So... It's just... It's only Monday. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, it's just, I like, those are the soft things. I'm not going to the bank for hygiene because everyone needs to be there. Mm. And then, you know, you might look and go, well, that bank lends to fossil fuel industry. I'm not going with them. Hey, sure, you can choose whatever's important to you. That, I don't care as much about the next person with, you know, my bank because... You know, little Glenn over here with his two grand, yeah. it's not moving the needle. No. But if that's yeah. important to you, absolutely don't bank with that bank. Yeah. So, would you put that gut feel in there as well as um, like you mentioned the hairdresser before? Sometimes you've got to give something a go to, to have an experience to be able to put a line in the sand and say, no, I, I want more out of this product. Yeah. And how often have you had a gut feeling and gone against it? Yeah. And then it turns out, oh, I shouldn't have done that. Yeah, absolutely. And I've done that with like property. I've actually had a gut feel this is going to be okay and it actually didn't turn out the way I wanted. Okay. So. I say what you're saying is your gut feeling is random, so ignore it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's just one indicator, isn't it? Like yeah. you've mentioned ease of access, you've mentioned word of mouth, like yeah. gut feels thrown in there, but it's yeah. just not a – if you just go and gut feel alone for the rest of your life. Yeah. And I think it's what do you want out of the bank? Like if it – you know, in talking about what metrics are important, it's not only, you know, what's important to you, you, you know, be the customer service, the app, the online experience, what product's important. Mm. If I'm going for a mortgage, do I just want a vanilla mortgage? You know, I want to pay my mortgage weekly and get on with my life. Yeah. Or do I want 15 offset accounts in a package? Yeah, that's so right. So, these are the metrics that you've got to work out mm. what's important to you. Now, there's a question here from Tia Kitchener. Is it possible to build the cost of renovations or part renovations into your mortgage? 
Sounds like one for the property guy. Yeah. And if you or, are new to my- mortgage broker. Yeah, or a mortgage <laughs> broker. Yeah, if you are a mortgage broker and you're in my lounge room, can you come into the studio? Yeah. Uh, or if you are new to this podcast, John runs a podcast with Emily Wallace called My Millennial Property. And I thought I'd get John, the property guy, to have a swing at this one. So, so I think, first of all, I'm presuming to you that we've bought a house. We own that house. Now we're deciding that, yeah, I want to do some renovations. So, there's two ways that we can pay for those renovations. One is through your cold hard cash in your pocket or in the bank. The second is through what we call equity. So the value in the house minus the debt, uh, the banks will lend you uh, a certain amount up to that debt and then say, yep, you can use that money for whatever you want. And sometimes they'll ask you what you want to use it for and then you would say, well, I'm going to do some renovations or whatever the case may be. So the answer to her question is yes, but it depends on your value to debt ratio. So an example could be, you know, you've got a house worth $500,000. You've got $100,000 worth of equity in the property. So that means you've got $400,000 worth of debt. So that means that $500,000 property has a loan to value ratio of 80%. So there's a $400,000 value, well, $500,000 value, $100,000 equity, yep. the loan to value ratio is 80%. Correct. Does that make sense? Yep. The minute we go to the bank and say, we want to borrow 50 grand for a renovation, that, that blows you out of the magical 80% LVR, mm-hmm. which means you may have to pay $12,000 Lenders mortgage, leg, lenders mortgage insurance mm. just to do the renovation if you wanted to borrow it. Is that correct? Yeah. So in that example, you've got 400K worth of debt. Your house is worth 500. Yep. You've conceptually got $100,000 of equity, but that's not usable equity. There's only some of that that's usable. That's what right? I want to get to. So yeah. it's the question to you is, yes, absolutely you can, but you need to go to your mortgage broker to see which way you can cut this. Mm. Now, if, for example, you had... $50,000 inheritance yep. that was cash, like you yep. mentioned before, it might be easier just to cash flow the property, renovate it, get a bank vow, and just have a look at what the LVR sits at once it's been renovated. Yeah, and I think there's a really common trend with homeowners, um, and it's been happening for the last 100 years, where they want to upgrade their home. Uh, they may want to do renovations to it or they just want to go and buy something that's a better product. Very common for them to pull equity out of that home to then do that renovation without using cash because they haven't been able to save or for whatever reason. What that's doing is it's non-deductible debt for a start, mm. but it's it's actually increasing their bad debt to a point where if they want to go and invest further down the track – their servicing will be impacted. Now, if you don't understand servicing, there's plenty of episodes on all of that. But what I'm trying to say is you're much better off using cash in that example because it's non-deductible debt. Yes. And I guess another example, if that property was worth $550,000 up from the 500 mm. and you still owed 400 on it, 
that means you could theoretically borrow $50,000 and still be at that 80-20 LVR. Yes. So, absolutely possible. Speak to your mortgage broker. It might be uh, you have to, if the mortgage is tight with your lending and you're in mortgage insurance territory anyway, Mm. it might be that you have to cash flow the renovation. And by cash flow, we mean, as John said, pay for it with your own cash Mm. or go, look, we've got five grand here. Let's do stage one and do this and then this and this. I'm personally not a fan of going to get the personal loan, doing the renovation, getting the bank to reval the property and then clearing the personal loan and refining it. Yeah. That can be fraught with danger because you might not get the bank vow. No. Like it's all well and good. You've had the real estate agent over goes, oh, yeah, renovate the, the bathroom, the kitchen. Yeah, yeah, get a 50 grand personal loan. Then the mortgage rate goes, yeah, once we get the revow, yeah. we'll refinance yeah. it and we'll tuck it up. It's not always going to happen. No. And in the meantime, you've paid 8 or 9% on that money. Yeah. So, speak to your mortgage broker. And again, if you are out there and you haven't had your mortgage reviewed and you don't have an active relationship with a mortgage broker, uh, you can go to sortyourmoneyout.com, click get help. And John and I have a panel of brokers all around Australia that can help you. We'll leave it there. Happy summer, guys. Hope you're enjoying the break. We'll see you guys soon. See you, John. See you, bye. We acknowledge the dark and young people, traditional custodians of the land on which our studio sits, and pay respect to their elders, past and present. We extend that respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples who may listen to our podcast. This podcast is for education and entertainment purposes. Any advice is general financial advice only, which does not take into account your objectives, financial situation, or needs. Because of that, you should consider if the advice is appropriate to you and your needs before acting on the information. If you do choose to buy a financial product, read the product disclosure statement and obtain appropriate financial advice tailored to your needs. Simo Interactive, Proprietary Limited, the publisher of the podcast, is an authorized representative of Money Sherpa, Proprietary Limited, which holds financial services license 451289. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.